Welcome to the Ordinary Nigerian Podcast and today we'll be talking about the aftermath of the NSAS protest and the consequences, the effects of the continued access strike. Welcome, my name is Alex. Let's dive in immediately. Um, I'll start by, by thanking everyone that participated in the NSAS protest, whether online, offline, any method, retweeting about our agenda on the social media, and contributing in any small way, making sure that the NSAS protest was a success. We thank you all. We thank you very much. And then the aftermath of what have happened, what happened at the NSAS protest, Nigerian youths have had enough of police brutality. That is just a fact. We have had enough. We have quite had enough of it. We can't continue to live in under a society where the people that are supposed to protect us kill us on a daily basis and the government don't actually do anything. They turn a blind eye and when the people shout too much, they call for a reform. A reform that only happens on the paper. And then the media aid to come on Twitter and tweet one rubbish that we don't even understand. But on two weeks before the 20th of October, Nigerian YouTube took to the streets. Musician around town, actor and singer Faust the bad guy with other few celebrities we are leading the park. And Nigerians took to the streets to protest what has been the continued assault, the brutality of the Nigerian police on her innocent citizens. The protest the government thought would last for two days, maybe three days, highest one week. But to their surprise, it lasted for good two weeks plus. And this was a worrying scenario for them. They tried many tactics. They tried... They made some meetings with some people that called themselves the leaders. But at the long run of it, they found out that the protest doesn't even have a leader. So negotiating with anybody in the name of NSAS protesters is just like a wild goose, a wild goose chase. Nobody's going to listen to you. So they found that out. They decided to play the ethnic coin. Say, oh, the protest is led by the Northerners, the protest is led by the Southeasterners, the protest is led by the Igbos, the Yorubas, but Nigerians are far more wiser than that. So that was actually defeated. Decided to do some bribery, the normal Nigerian way now, bring us some dollars, give to some people. But Nigerians on the streets are not joking. So, first of all, we don't have a leader, so that's made it impossible for you to bribe anybody. So if you're giving anybody some dollars, you are actually doing it on your own accord because the youths decided to fight to leave because the police has brutalized us more than enough so after two weeks and the government we are we need to do something we need to do something to stop these guys first of all they they called the university's association the ASU for them to break, go back, come back to the negotiating table so that we have to negotiate and find out how to end the asset strike. Because most of the people that are protesting are the youths. So they need to get back to the youths, to back to the classes. 
so that the protest will end. But what they don't know is that even if you go back to the places where the students are, um, where those students are schooling, go back to their schools, UNN, UNISIC, uh, um, UNILAG, UNIBEN, the youth will still protest in their universities where they, where, where they are residing as students also. So you can't actually stop it. They devised many methods. The states, the country decided, the federal government, the state government decided to fight its own citizens. We saw on live streams, on videos, how the government brought out talks to attack the, fellow, the citizens, their own people. It happened in Lagos, Alausa. The youths were very agile, very brave. They fought back those talks and the talks had to retreat because we know the joke. We are not joking with anybody. We are fighting to leave. So anything that is going to stop us from our fight is going to be defeated. So they fight those dogs. Those dogs left. They never came back. They attacked some people in Abuja. Set up. They they, they actually burned a car like a car park. They burned they burned a car park where so a man sells cars. They set the cars on fire. They sent it ablaze. Nothing has happened to date. Nobody has been arrested. And on the twentieth of October. Nigeria mourned. The government decided to kill its own citizens by by inviting the army. The Lagos State government had actually said, um, on that very day, the 20th of October, the Lagos State government imposed a curfew. The curfew was actually imposed by 12 p.m. in the afternoon. And the citizens were like given four hours to get back to their houses before the the, the curfew starts by four. So everybody, you know how Lagos looks like now, the traffic and everything. So after a while, some people protested online, Twitter, social media is our biggest tool now, so we don't have any other thing to do. So everybody went online to protest, to shout, to rant, to bant. So the government decided, okay, we are going to take back, we are going to take it back. Now you are not going to go by 9 p.m. So everybody said okay, but that day we have the youth have decided that we are going to protest at the Loki toll gate at the Lekki toll gate, yeah, the urban posh Lekki. They went there. Little did they know that some of them are going to die. So they went to the Lekki toll gates by six p.m. Everybody started hearing gunshots. The soldiers started shooting people shooting nigerian citizens that are waving flags and singing innocently the government decided oh the best way to do what ended is to shoot them and they shot innocent protesters sons and daughters of people they thought they could cover up what happened that day the genocide the massacre that took place that night but dj switch was our very own dj switch was actually doing a live stream I participated in the live stream anyway. I saw the videos. I saw a lot of things. It was happening live. And thousands of people all over the world were watching. CNN had to get in contact with DJ Switch. And she told the story what happened that night. How the soldiers, how the policemen killed people. And yesterday, CNN decided to give their documentary. To give us an analysis of what happened that night. Everything was clear. Everything that happened that night. How the soldiers, how the policemen killed people. We saw it in that video. You have to go and check it out on the on CNN handle, Twitter handle. Check it on Facebook, you'll see it anyway. Just check it on any social media, you'll see it. And Nigerians today, the Nigerian elite, the leaders today are saying, 
We have what um, Lai Mohammed have said today. Lai Mohammed has said that the lucky shootings and the CNN, the CNN video documentary will be sanctioned. The CNN will be sanctioned, and I'm laughing. You are sanctioning CNN, like you are sanctioning CNN that followed our truck to a standstill. You are sanctioning CNN. That joke, that joke is on him anyway. That joke is on him because it's a very expensive joke. Like you want to sanction CNN, who CNN you want to sanction? This is like he's trying to sanction BBC, or you want to sanction Al Jazeera. So the 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 NSAS protest has ended, but the government is not relenting. They are now hunting the promoters. Day before yesterday, Aramzi was um, acquitted. He's innocent. His only offense was that he was sharing food to protesters, and the government decided to go after him. They arrested him. They put him in prison. Anyway, he's out now. One million naira bill was actually given to him. And the mom, I saw the video where the mom was saying, the mom was very happy. The mom was very brave. An Amazon, a true Amazon. Credit to that woman. I thank her. She's what a Nigerian mother. She did what a Niger every Nigerian mother should do. And the world is still telling the story of what happened on the 20th of October 2020 when the Nigerian state decided to turn to an eagle and eat her own children. Years will pass, decades will come, centuries will come, but we will never, I repeat, we will never forget what happened on the Lekki Togate on the 20th of October 2020. How the Nigerian state killed her own citizen. To date, nobody has said what happened, who gave the order to shoot the citizens. First of all, the army said, we are not there, we, we are not there. No, it's hoodlums that took the uniform of, of, of soldiers and shot the, and shot the protesters. Small time they change. We were there, oh. we were there, but we, we, we but we did not shoot anybody. We use blank bullets. It is blank bullets that we use. The Lagos State government came. I don't know they were there, oh. Someone who said, I don't know they were there. No, no, no. I don't know who, who invited them. I don't know. Throwing blinks, lying carelessly like idiots. And today nobody has been nobody has lost his job. In the same country, someone who would have resigned. He should have resigned because his duty is to protect the citizens of Lagos State and he failed abysmally in that job. Then the army had to talk, turn into a hawk to kill our own citizens. Decades will come, generations will come. But what happened on the Lake Itongate on the 20th of October 2020 will never be forgotten. Asset strike has been on since the government imposed a lockdown because of the coronavirus. <clears throat> it has been on for quite, um, let's say, it has been on for like quite nine months now. Every academic institution in Nigeria, secondary school, primary schools, private universities have even commenced. But the federal universities where a chunk, a large number of Nigerian youths go to are under lock and key. Because of who pays who and who don't pay who. I understand that ASU is fighting for the future of the Nigerian universities. Our educational system is a mess. I understand that's what ASU is fighting for. But the hypocrisy that comes from the part of the federal government is what I don't understand. 
By October, they were shouting, no, that's why I need to call up their strike. The Nigerian youths are doing this, the Nigerian youths are doing that. Now, the protest is over. The protest seems to be over, although it's not over yet. The protest seems to be over. And now the Nigerian government don't want to negotiate again with ASU. So meaning their intentions at the long run, at the beginning, we are not sincere. Now the protest has ended, they don't want to negotiate again. I don't know who will judge the Nigerian government, but I understand that posterity judges everyone fairly and squarely. Nobody's going to escape it. Nobody's going to escape it. Jide Sanwolu, Muhammad Buhari, Lai Mohamed, our vice president that sits and watch all these things happen and will not say anything and then will come in the night, midnight to midnight that witches and wizards go to meeting. Our vice president will come and tweet for us. The government is with you. This one is with that. God is going to judge every one of you squarely and nobody is going to escape it. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. I still remain Alex. I will meet you guys on Monday where we talk about another interesting issue that affects the Nigerian youth. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll follow this podcast. Subscribe. Share to your friends. Share to your people. Share to your young people. Your village people. That girl that you have been shaking. Share this podcast to her. That boy. That girl. That papa. That mama. Everybody. That abuki on your streets. That your woman on your streets. Everybody share this podcast. And let's do it together again on Monday. Thank you for listening. Love and peace. Bye. Go back, go back, go back, go back, go back.